0: and it's another monday and we're back uh once again it is a be well monday not a be well wednesday but a be well monday where we skip a meal and walk a mile i am your co-host chatting with country today just sitting in being a good guest that i am um, and before we get started, let me bring in our host, and his Country.
1: Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this Monday. It's a Monday. pleasure to be here one more time. What they say, I was one glad when day. they said, uh, let us go into the house of the Lord. So I'm glad go to face. be in his service one more time. Shout out
0: to Joe Pace. <laughs> I need to look that one up and get at a good listen uh, that's, that's I think it's the Colorado Mass Choir and Joe Pace Yeah that's a good one one of my favorites So yeah, check mm-hmm. that one out Right <laughs> wow, that, 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 one, that one does my soul Good
1: it does. It's like a real
0: big choir It's got like a, a, a little nice little upbeat to it So you know sometimes you just gotta put some music on You know in your alone time
1: Or chat yeah. with country You know whatever works
0: yeah, or some chatting with country. Well, do both. I, I think you should do both. You know, get get a good word, get a good lesson, get a good, you know, perspective and some, some real good steps and um best practices and systems that you can put in place. And while you're putting them in place, put you on you know, something that makes your soul feel good. You know, something that makes you smile, something that gives you some energy. You I know, agree. You know, we could do enough being down, you know, on our own. You know, sometimes you just got to get a good pick-me-up. You know, so what are we talking about this week? Kind of alluded to it, but, you know, what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> so on today we just going to be chatting about alone time and companionship. Like, how how does one feel about that? Is it too much to be smothering or do you allow people their space? And I think people should really communicate, like, what's important to them. To help their relationship, and and this can be a relationship wherever a ship can be added, right? Work, church, school, um, home, and so I just feel like it's something that we should talk about. I've been hearing a lot of people over the past week to say, "Oh, I'm just overwhelmed. You know, I'm not getting enough space," and da 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 da. da. And some people may feel like you're in a relationship. What do you mean? you're not getting enough space, you know, but some people need that air to breathe. If it's overwhelming and in a partnership, you should allow that.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes you just really got to say, okay, well, what am I losing? Um, in these situations, you know, because when you think that you're, um, you know, that you're guiding, upgrading, um, being there for someone really you just kind of running them off you know a lot of times you know, especially with men you know we'll be in the midst of something and we'll just need a minute you know but not even men people who think in general like there are people who are thinkers and processors and i won't even just put that on men because there are women who think and process too so you know when you're with someone who's a thinker and a processor they might need a minute you know something happens they don't immediately, you know, react in their emotions. They might say, well, hmm, let me see how I feel about that. You know, now your anxiety and uncertainty might kick in and you like, well, I need to know right now. I need an answer right now. But they don't really have an answer. They don't know how they feel. They don't know, you know, if they're mad, they're upset. They don't know what emotion to call the emotion that they're having is. So they may need a minute, but in the process of you needing, wanting, demanding an answer, you might be pushing that person further away. You know, you might be pushing them into a situation where maybe it wasn't that big a deal, but now since you keep harping on it, dancing on it, now it's becoming a big deal. You know, which if you're trying to keep your relationship with a friend or an employer or, um, you know, romantic relationship, it may be doing more harm than good. You know, because a lot of us you know, we haven't been taught to, to meditate. We haven't been taught to to take a minute. You know, we have our canned answers, um, our canned beliefs. You know, as soon as we recognize something, we automatically jump into that's what it is mode. And we've already made up our mind. So even in those situations, you could be wrong. You could be dead wrong. But if you continue to push in the process of you being dead wrong, you might find yourself alone. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you, you really might push that person away. Then you see them, you know, five years later, you know, with somebody else, you know, or you run into them, you know, months later, and then you really find out, man, that person really did love you that person was ready to ready to rock and roll with you ready to die with you ready to go all the way with you but man you was doing too much and i just needed a minute you know maybe you know we're in a part of the year where you know i mourn and grieve lost loved ones you know maybe i've gotten some medical news that i'm not ready to share with you yet um you know, I mean there could be a variety of things you know I could have had a, a, and, a
1: and let's go back to that it. because that's a that's a tough one in relationships right you know um, I think we did a podcast with the brothers was all of us on that when we talked about like medical stuff and things that you wouldn't tell your partner mm, and some I somebody I think he was on that one but one of them was just like you know um, I would tell and the other one was like well I ain't saying nothing. You know, and that's just some stuff that people should talk about. But it goes back to that empathy in a in a relationship, right? What what have your partner been through? What mm-hmm. are they comfortable enough in sharing this stuff, or did they grow up in a in an abusive home, and they were kind of taught or um, abused into keeping? thoughts and things to themselves but if i'm empathetic with my partner then i'm able to say okay i understand where you are and when you're ready you just let me know and that's the problem with people today they're not adults enough for me everybody living in this uh kid world you know you want to do grown-up things but when it comes down to real life real responsibilities you 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 know you're a kid and what, so, the movie say
0: you can't handle the truth
1: <laughs> yeah yeah people people are children and, and it's sad because it's our the future generation is gone it's already messed up and you just gotta pray that it turn around it's well, a sad world right now
0: right well let's pause right there for a second because we talked about being empathetic you know there are some things that you can't be empathetic to you know, you're a woman. Some men, things you can't be empathetic to We're men, Some women, things we can't be empathetic to, but you can still be kind and compassionate. Empathy is me putting myself in your shoes. You know, I, in your situation, I see how hard that would be, you know, but you might not be able to understand my situation because you ain't grow up like I grew up. Um, compassion is, yeah, I see how that could be hard knowing you knowing how you grew up knowing what you went through yeah i see how that could be hard you know kind is i don't really understand this but i see that you're going through something and because you're going through something i'm going to respect you because that is the kind thing to do to give you what you have asked me for which is space and those three things say that we're on the same team
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: sympathy is man i feel sorry for you you know I feel sorry for you means that I'm good. That's your problem. That's your situation. I am in no way in this with you. I am literally on the outside of it looking in going, hmm, sucks to be you. You know. And then the other thing with that is, like we said, are you mature enough to hear something without internalizing it, without trying to fix it, you know, without judging it, you know, because if I'm going to tell you something that I already feel shame and embarrassment about and you're not going to then at least be able to hear me out, why would I tell you? Mm -hmm. You know, I need to come, I need, first of all, I need to come to terms with it and accept it for myself, number one. That's that alone part. But then when I'm finally ready to talk about it, if I know that you're gonna, "Mm, that don't make no sense. Uh, you shouldn't have never let yourself end up in that situation. You too old for this. Okay, I'm not sharing that with you because now you're just going to make me feel worse about something I already feel bad about. So for the person that's trying to get answers and the person who's anxious and wants to fix it and needs to know today, you literally might be doing more harm than good. You know, a lot of times we don't tell. You know, you look back at Adam and Eve, you know, they thought God was going to put them things to them. So what did they do? They hid. You know, when your dog, you know, pees in the house, what does he do? He go hide. You know, when people mess up financially, what do they do? They they don't tell you. You know, they go and they try to fix it on their own. And if they could have fixed it on their own more times than not, they would have never end up in that situation in the first place you know but the thing is is when you enter into a relationship a partnership a friendship the idea is that we're on the same team the idea is that we're working toward the same goals we're moving in the same direction we are agreed and if we can't be on the same team then how do we share things that are important because like i said you know when you have a difficult situation you got to come to terms with it you know Mm -hmm. Like, man, they told me, you know, that, you know, if I don't, you know, get this diabetes together, they're going to cut my leg off. You know, so now you got to sit with that and figure out how you feel about it. And then you got to make a decision. But if you're going to go home and tell that other person and they're like, see, I told you shouldn't have been drinking odd and Pepsis. Do you really want to hear that? Yeah. You know, I told you, Mm -hmm. see, I told you, Mm -hmm. all you want to do. Now, the reality is is that person might be stress eating. That person might, you know, be addicted to sugar. You know, that person just might not know what to do or where to start. And if you're going to be a helpmate, a teammate, a partner to someone, you have to realistically be able to help them. You know, I mean, I see it with a lot of my um, elders. You know, men who have given their whole life to providing and protecting their family. You know, in their eyes, they identify as provider. You know, so when they have financial difficulties, they feel worthless, they feel useless. You know, when men commit suicide, the last words you really hear out of their mouth, and that studies are proving this, is I feel worthless, I feel useless, you know. So if I come home to someone who's making me feel more worthless and more useless, then I'm probably not coming home, you know. So now, again, what is it costing you, you know, man needed to process Instead of processing, he tried to share it with you. It went poorly. He feels worse. So now what does he do? He go get drunk. He go do drugs. He go meet a woman that makes him feel better about himself. So now he get a DUI. Now he get a driving under the influence or driving, you know, while impaired, or he get an outside baby or an outside disease, and the problem just gets worse. And then because you unable to to be a safe space for him you make him feel that much worth it, worth worse about it you know you stupid you know so now i felt bad i feel worse and now i feel even worse because you're calling me stupid you know because you're piling on some stuff that i already have hate about self-hate self-loathing about and you're just making it worse when all i really needed was a few minutes in a kind word, but now I done went and made a baby with some girl I'd met in the bar and it's just worse, you know, cause now you know, I don't really know her. I don't know what kind of demons she got in her life that she dealing with. I got my own demons, you know, and now you piling on that much more, you know, same thing with women, you know, if you continue to tell that woman she's worthless, now, you know, she ended up with a work husband, you know, and I know we don't like work husbands, we don't like work wives, you know, but if I cannot confide in my partner and my partner is not a safe space, if my partner is not helping me soothe and process the human in me, just go tell somebody else, just goes and seeks that comfort somewhere else. You know, it's like, that's when you point. be
1: like, um, honey, Go work where all men are, and then I don't have to worry about the work husband, unless.
0: <laughs> hey, these days, you know. I'm just saying, you know, you are not 100% guaranteed that if a man work around all men, <laughs> you know, But even you know, beyond that, I mean, you you you've all we've all been in the store and met the stranger, and the stranger just tells all of their business to us in the first five minutes. You know, while are we standing in line? And you're like, okay, I don't know you. Why are you telling me this? You know, because you know, what's abundant in your heart comes out your mouth. You know, so I yeah. all this unprocessed stuff and I can't get it off. I keep going places trying to, to, to unload to get some of this energy off me. You know, so we have to, you know, for our own good, learn how to process and assume. you know because again if you allow your whole life to be dependent on somebody else's um ability to help you manage your emotions you're gonna make some bad decisions because when you are out there in crisis or in lack or in need now people can take advantage of that you know you see you know kids run away from home and then they end up in prostitution, you know, because there was somebody who's sitting there waiting, looking for you know a person with fragile self esteem, looking for a person in need of love, looking for a person in need of a family. You know, so now they give you a family and they give you a gun, you know, they give you a family and they give you some dope, you know, they give you a family and then you know in exchange for this family, I need you to sell your body, I need you to, you know, put in some work. You know, we see it a lot with our kids. You know, nobody's at home for them to confide in and, and feel connected to so then they find a connection in the streets. You know, you get no love from your daddy. Now you got daddy issues. So now you're dating these older men, you know, who giving you guidance and direction, you know, who make you feel safe. You know, who's bringing, you know, a level of comfort that you weren't getting at home. You know, you got girls out here, you know, in love with other girls because, you know, now finally they got some type of camaraderie and some type of love and some type of connection. You know, that they weren't getting at home. You know, you're so smart. You're so pretty. You know, you better than that. You don't need those people. And now they separate you from your your family because you weren't able to get the connection in your house because you know your mama was saying that you're stupid.
1: Let you... me do an insert right here Go right um, ahead. so it's a it's a movie that's out and it's called the Sounds of Freedom mm-hmm. but you can get free tickets to this movie um, for those who are listening. I believe they allow up to two tickets. But it's a true story that they um, have brought to life about the things that go on as far as human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And it's very touching. And they tried to cover it up. And so when people was going to purchase tickets, they would tell them that the movie theaters were sold out. So somebody was going and buying all of the seats. So that it was only like one or two seats in there. And so the website for the free tickets is angel.com. And so if you want to pay it forward, you know, or take somebody on a date, they don't have to know that the tickets were free or just go and get you some me time, alone Mm -hmm. time. Right. This will be a good way. I mean, take some tissue with you because it's a tearjerker. So I just wanted to say that and say that.
0: So, definitely go check out Sounds of Freedom. Yeah. You know, but even in the context of Sounds of Freedom, I and mean, we talk about human trafficking, it's like, how did you get alone? How did you end up separated from the herd? You know, like, how did you end up where nobody knows where you're going, where you end, you know, where you could end up missing? You know, because when you have this need, this yearning, to to be connected or to feel something. And now you do something reckless, you know, like you hear a lot of times when you're young, like, man, I'm going out tonight. I ain't been out now. I don't know how long, you know? And then now you fell out with all your friends and you out by yourself and you in a club and maybe somebody slips you something in your drink, you know, you need love. And now all of a sudden, you know, you make a risky decision to go home with some man. You don't really know, or some woman you don't really know, you know, and let's keep it a buck brothers, you know, Cardi B told y'all, she was putting, you know, <laughs> woo-woos and, you know, and stuff into people's drinks and get them robbed. You know, um, Romeo Santana, you know, follow some woman home, you know, and the guys robbed them, you know, so whenever you're in these situations of yearning and lack and moving in lust and moving, you know, recklessly because you haven't processed your emotions and clearly determined what you're trying to accomplish with your life and what you need to be accomplishing with your life, so weird, weird stuff can happen. You know, I mean, I'm imagining men get sex traffic too. I know little boys do.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so you have to be able to sit down and not do the reckless thing. You know, you get into it with your spouse, you got to be able to sit down. You know, got to be able to come to terms with what's going on, got to show some self accountability. You know, one of the things we talked about last pod was, you know, sitting across from somebody who is blaming everybody but them. You know, it was that man you gave me. It was them people on the job. They don't like me. It ain't no good man out here. You know, and now when you are blaming everybody but you, you can't improve. You can't change. You can't grow. You know, because why would you grow when it ain't your fault? You perfect. It's their fault. You didn't do nothing wrong. You know, but if you're able to self-assess and be self-aware, and take time to process, you know, now maybe you don't keep making those same choices. You know, maybe you don't keep going in this bad situations and ending up with abuser after abuser after abuser. You know, because at some point, like I said, if you fit the profile of somebody who can be abused and bullied, you're gonna keep getting people who abuse and bully you. you know, She'll never stand up for herself. She too quick to give everything she got. She too quick to want to be on your team without even looking (laughs) to see if this is the right team. So now you keep ending up with these guys who sell you a dream. The next thing you know, they moved in with you. Next thing you you know, you taking them to work. Next thing you know, you loaning them money because you never took the time to really step back and say, okay, is this me or is this them? You know, what is really important to me? Let's be clear. What is really important to me? You know, what am I trying to achieve? What am I being led to do and why? You know, because if you continue to just drift through life just on emotion and, you know, no real understanding of why these emotions exist, you know, because maybe you were deprived of love as a child. You know, maybe you do feel that you're not worthy on your own and you want to stand next to somebody who's attractive because it makes you feel more attractive. You know, maybe you think you can't, you know, get this stuff by yourself so you need a man who can get it for you. Or you need a pretty woman, you know, to prove that you're that dude. You know, but now you end up flying folks out and, and buying them big meals. And then when they don't give you nothing, then you mad? You know, you got this woman a car, and now she riding around on some other man in it, and you're mad. You know, but if you're not processing and and coming to terms with what's going on with you, you just keep repeating these same mistakes over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can see it. You know, these are the people who have just never really stopped long enough to figure out, man. I'm doing this, you know, if you walk up on that woman and you, yeah, girl, you know, when you gonna go and let me take you out, go and let me buy you a drink, you ain't, she ain't playing you, you saying, hey, play me, (laughs) I got a big old t-shirt on that says, make a fool of me. You know, you ain't asking her nothing about her life. You ain't asking her nothing about her situation. You ain't asking her nothing about her dreams, goals, aspirations. You ain't looking for nothing that lines up with what you're trying to do. You know, a few pods ago, we were talking about, you know, going on dates. And I'm like, I know who I am. I know what I'm willing to give. I know what I'm willing to sacrifice. I need to know what the person sitting across from me is about before we move too far along. You know, because I don't want to invest time, energy, effort, influence into something that doesn't align with who I am and where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to achieve and and what my values and morals are. You know, so if I see that early on, then I'm gonna make a decision early on and say, okay, this might not be the person for me. That don't mean, you know, that you. treat them poorly you don't mean you disrespect them it just means yeah this might not be the person for me they might be a good person they might be a person you could be friends with might be a person you could even spend time with but they might not be a person you could build your life with mm-hmm. you know but you know that because you're clear on who you are you know I mean we laugh we know all the time about the work husbands and the work wives. You know, I but, don't
1: laugh. Let's get that okay, straight.
0: Well, well, the bros laugh and country says, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but the point that I'm about to make is, you know, if you're sitting with somebody and, and they telling you that, you know, they morals don't line up with your morals, okay, cool. This might not be the person for me. But first you got to figure out what your morals are. You know, first you got to figure out what your standards are, what your values are. What is important to me? What are my deal breakers? What am I willing to give in regard to a relationship? You know, what am I willing to put into it? You know, because there are people who date people who they can take advantage of. That's their whole, you know, whole MO. They free meal finessers. You know, and what they do is they look for guys who have fragile self-esteem and think that they have to buy time and attention. So now when you go out and you buy time and attention because you don't know your worth because you don't know what your values are, and you haven't set any boundaries for yourself, no standard for yourself. Like, hey, I'll do this, but I won't do that. <laughs> now you end up with somebody selling you a sob story. Well, see what had happened was, you know, the money was supposed to come. It's coming. You know, I just need to hold. Like, hey, baby girl, I don't even really know you like that. i make it a policy to not loan money to strangers. And then you cut it off. You know, But if you're someone who doesn't have clear boundaries and you are chasing these emotions and these feelings, now you end up loaning some girl you barely know, $5,000. And then, you know, now everybody a scammer. You can't trust nobody. But if your boundaries were in place and your values were in place, you would have never got in that situation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, same thing with women. You know, you out here looking for Mr. So Fine, girl, he fine. And now you do anything to be with the fine man. Next thing you know, you in a threesome that you never wanted to be in. And now you feel all morally and emotionally conflicted because you've done some things that you don't feel comfortable with. And now you got to live with the memories and the emotions of that thing. You know, I mean, there are people out here right now walking around who feel violated. You know, and it's a tricky thing because, you know, did they take advantage of you or did you allow yourself to be taken advantage of? Did you did you not stand up for yourself and they bullied you? You know, did they intimidate you? Or did you just want it so bad that you went and all they had to do was say come on in. Yeah, you know, I mean, we see that a lot. You know, I wanted him to like me, I wanted her to like me. So I did something I was uncomfortable with. You know, but all of that happens because you're not spending enough time upon your core values. Again, what is valuable to you? What is important to you? You know, what am I willing to give in the process? You know, what are my trade-offs? You know, and everybody's trade-offs are different. You know, somebody, you know, a $200 date ain't no big deal to them. You know, $70, $80 on some drinks ain't no big deal to them. You know, I'm willing to trade $80 to know whether or not you're somebody I could enjoy time with and possibly build a life with. But somebody who doesn't have the $200 doesn't have the money for the concert tickets and this is going to cause them some type of pain and uncomfortable feeling if it don't go exactly how they want it to go. Yeah, those situations are difficult. <laughs> you know, you done went out with some woman and she the ordered you know, two meals. (laughs) Because you said get whatever you want. You know, she drank four or five drinks and, you know, ordered dessert to go. And Now she don't give you the type of affection and and reciprocity that you want. Now you mad. You know, now you feel used. Now you walking around angry at the world. But did you set a clear enough boundary? Did you have a good understanding of what you were trying to achieve? Were you comfortable with being alone to the point where when that woman was like, yeah, we could go out, and you was like, well, i tell you what, why don't we go for a walk? You know, Because I'm willing to take you out. I just don't know you well enough to spend my money on you yet.
1: You know? <laughs> so we're walking, huh?
0: Yeah, let's go for a walk. Let's go get some ice cream. I don't know you that well, you know, for me and and for women, let's keep it a buck. You know, I'm a fan of, all right, cool. You drive your car, drive my car on the first date, Cause you don't know this man. You know, so a man offering you a free meal, you just get in his car. Really? You know, you wanted some man to drive you 30 minutes to some restaurant that you barely know. Just because you ain't never been to that restaurant, you want to be able to take pictures of your food, check in from there? You know, I mean, there are things that, you know, setting some boundaries will help you avoid. You know, it'll help you avoid them awkward conversations, you know, where he want to kiss at the end of the night. uh, You in the car, he trying to rub his hand up your skirt. You know we're trying to figure out who we can build a life with, and some of us are just trying to get free meals. But if you're out trying to get free meals, and the other person is trying to find love or feel love, that then at the end of the night, they don't get the love, you know. And I'm I think using that's the where them love.
1: conversations come from, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, because some people, you know, taking the person out, and as Keon would say, trying to get them sweet, watery guts at the end. But you have some people that go on dates just to talk mm-hmm. and get to know one another, you know, and, and converse back and forth. Um I don't I, I always say I guess I look at life through just a totally different lens than than the normal person. And so sometimes when y'all say stuff, I just shake my head <laughs> like, damn, is that for real? You know, so I hear you. But then it's, it's also that maybe people discussed prior to and they just want to go and sit for a date and there's nothing to, to get out of it. Unless because, the, you know, I hear I hear what you're saying, but I also hear you saying like you got an end goal, right? Some men are out there trying to see if you are potential for mm-hmm. dating long term. And then some men are just out there for the sweet watery goods. So then, if that's the case, and a woman has picked up on that and she play along to get along, then what's the problem with that?
0: Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. You know, like again, you know, I'll I'll put it like this. So let's just say you're an attractive man, and you realize, hey, I'm attractive. (laughs) Women will do whatever they got to do to sleep with me. So now women doing whatever they got to do to sleep with you, women doing whatever they got to do to get with you is just your norm. You know, oh girl, he fine. So now they cook for you. Now they spoiling you. Now they want to take you out because they want the benefit of being around you. So is it wrong for you then to allow those people the benefit of being around you? No, because they're not doing it to be around you. They doing it to be around whatever it is they get from being around you, you know, whether it's sex, whether it's status, uh, whether it's something to talk about on Monday morning with their homegirl, you know, whether it's to show them pictures like, oh, I got a man or, oh, girl, he fine or whatever. Like sometimes, you know, you using me, but I'm using you, you know, or I see that you're using me, so now I'm not just going to let you use me without me getting some benefit out of it. but in those situations you have to be honest and be like yeah i knew i didn't really want to be with her but she she was letting me drive her car (laughs) you know i knew i didn't really want to be with him but he was taking me out and then be grown enough to deal with whatever consequences come with it you know because at some point you're gonna see the other side of that person you know at some point you're gonna see the other side of mr johnny you know after he didn't, you know, basically rebuilt your motor, <laughs> you know, got your brakes and everything, you know, and rotors and calipers, and now your car running better than it ever has. Uh, he gonna want some guts if that's what he wants. You know, now, not everybody wants that. I mean, people like snowflakes, no two are the same. But whatever your motives are, if you don't disclose them, or you see what the other person's motives are and now you manipulate them and use that against them. At some point, there's going to be a day of reckoning. You know, if you take a whole bunch of free dates from this man, at some point, you know, he going to aggressively pursue what he wants, whether it's the relationship, whether it's the sweet, watery guts, you know, whether it's quality time, whatever, you know, it's not just going to be, free rides and free meals and, and, and free support and free help at some point you're like hey hey i'm i'm, I'm about getting tired of all this <laughs> you're gonna have to do something and if you ain't ready for to do something don't do it you know and if you're that man or woman realize that there is no guarantee that that woman gonna do something you know if you took the woman out thinking hey man you know $200 should be enough to buy her, you know, a night with me and it don't work. Don't be mad because essentially if that's how you move, you're saying that I can get this woman to sleep with me for a $200 meal and a couple of uh, cosmopolitan, <clears throat> a couple apple martinis, you know, a couple shots of tequila and, you know, some surfing turf. She's going to give me some booty. You know, so if that's how you think, if if it don't work, don't then be mad. Because you were going into it, you know, not with a pure heart. You know, and I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that again, people are like snowflakes. You no know, two are the same. You know, and you know, if you're a man or a woman who's in lack. You know, and I say this all the time. Some people are playing for fun. Some people are playing for survival. You know, because if you're a woman who's been raised in an environment where you've been taught, you know, that your best asset, you know, is literally your ass and your face card. And that you need to use that to leverage it to get resources, you know, which is essentially what you're telling a young girl when you tell her don't get nobody that can't do nothing for you. You're gonna move differently than someone who's grown up in an environment where their needs are met. You know, you're gonna move differently than somebody who's got access to, to finances because they got a good family and support system. You know, you're talking about a woman who is living check to check or you know, less than check to check, and being very beautiful and knowing that men want to be with her and it's Somebody's taught her how to use that. Yeah, now she's going to go get her sugar daddy. She's going to go get her friend. You know, she's going to go get her square. You know, we saw it a lot with our grandparents. You know, grandma moved, you know, moved the kids in with Mr. Tommy because they need a place to stay. But you got to be able to to, to break that cycle. At least that's how I feel about it. You know, if you really want to try to stand on your own two feet, you got to break that cycle and not make yourself successful, you know, successful, accessible to those people or susceptible to those type of situations. So you got any takeaways? You got anything that you want to add to that?
1: Well... Thank you for coming on and spending your morning with me. First of all, mm-hmm. um, it shows a whole lot of dedication. You know, just um, it shows friendship, actually. That's what it shows. And so I thank you for building that friendship and trusting me enough to even want to surrender some of your time with me for these periods of time because you can be out running Right now, but you chose to be on here to feed the people with the information. So as far as takeaways on today, I like when he said what's abundant in your heart comes out of your mouth. And we have to remember that the heart is (laughs) a handy dandy tool, right? People look at it as a muscle, but it's definitely a tool that can work in your good or work in your bad. And when I when I heard that you think about when alcoholics they get drunk mm-hmm. right and they get the, the muscle, the courage to be able to let whatever out from their mouth and usually it's the truth. Well, on a good note, that's that's the same as well, right? And so if it's something that's really festering in your heart and it's good and you start to speak, everything has to come out of your mouth. They tell you life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we have to be careful in what we speak then get that me time. It's important. It helps you to to, um, sort out life. You get to look at values. Um, If you're confused and need some guidance on something, it creates a balance. And then we have to remember to compromise in all things. Um, Maybe you need a word or something like, I think it was Kevin Hart that used to always say pineapples, (laughs) you know? So like if you're in a relationship, maybe you need to create a, a word that just says, yo. I need that space. Give me my time. Because you just never know what another person is going through. Road rage is real,
0: yeah. right?
1: And so road rage can be something that you create in your home and in your job or at your church or whatever you do at the grocery store. And so sometimes just getting that alone time, that space, will stop road rage situations in your life. And so um, share maybe share duties around the house so maybe one time somebody cooking and washing dishes and you were able to sit down and watch TV mm-hmm. but when you're building a partnership and when you're together then these things are something that we should always consider I think it's like a 70 30 rule out there for couples spend 70% of your time together and the other 30% apart um, but like who needs numbers when all you got to do is communicate and respect well, one another
0: one more thing to add to that go ahead Don't go into situations thinking that every time somebody doesn't want to talk, that it is something you've done.
1: Yeah, exactly. Say that again.
0: Don't go into situations thinking that every time somebody doesn't want to talk, that it is something you've done.
1: Yeah.
0: It may have nothing to do with you. You may be the furthest thing from their mind. So don't think, okay, well, he don't want to talk. He must be mad at me. Mm -hmm. You know, give that other person the space to calm down. Give that other person the space to to assess and soothe so that when they do bring whatever it is to you, that they bring it to you and they're clear about it. And then let them get it out. Mm -hmm. You know, literally shut your mouth. The you know, only thing that you should be saying is, and what else? That's it. That's all you got. And what else? Is there anything else? Because no. now you're giving them the space to really share with you. And if they can share with you and be honest with you, then they could be connected to you and be close to you and be in partnership with you and be on the same team with you. And you protect the thing that is near and dear to you. But if I don't, because feel that's unique, what you say unique. you want, right. right? Because
1: that's what you say you want, right? right? But you're doing everything but listening, closing right. your mouth, and trying to understand,
0: right? You know, seek see some understanding. I'm giving you some wisdom and telling you to get some understanding, <laughs> you know, like okay, now that I know them, now that I know, okay, cool, there's something going on at the job. So now, how do I help my partner deal with what's going on at the job? Do we get the resume together? You know, do we realize that, hey, it's just maybe not the job, and we start looking to go back to school? You know, or is this just a, a season that happens every month? When um, I worked in education, the, the last three or four days of the month and the first two days of the next month were horrible. And I would always come home and they would say, well, how was your day? I was like, count it all joy, you know? Because they knew for them five days, it was going to be hell because people was going to not be showing up and people was going to be, you know, not hitting their numbers and everybody's going to be having tough conversations. So yeah, I come home exhausted, but they knew if I said, count it all joy, <laughs> yeah, <leave> they Malone. alone. <laughs> Cause he trying. That
1: goes back to
0: that safe right. word. Hey, I got all, joy. I'd leave him alone. Just give him a minute, you know. And I would get take my minute, and you know, shout out to the person I was with at the time. I would take my minute, and I would come back, you know, because I done not washed it off. Now, like, okay, work over with. That's tomorrow. So, what's up with you? How y'all doing? You know, but that person knew because okay, it's it. This happens every month. So now I don't feel like you are mad at me. Now I don't feel like I did anything. Now I don't feel like I got to defend myself or that I'm being attacked because I understand my partner. And when I understand my partner, I'm good. But the understanding came because they were kind enough to me and in a safe space for me to explain to them. Yeah, see, really, this ain't got nothing to do with you, bae. This is how we, every month, you know, somebody come up short and then they yell at everybody and then they threaten everybody and then, you know, the people who do good work, they put the pressure on them to make up for the people who don't do good work and it's just a shit show. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so now once that person understood it, it was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, this is just a part of our life now. <laughs> You know, vice versa. You know, once I understood certain things about, you know, my partners and, and how their work life or their family situations were, I expected it. You know, oh, you going to see your mama? Oh, okay, cool. So you're gonna go see your mama, you're gonna come back mad because your mama gonna ask you when you get married, or your mama gonna say you looking a little look chunky, or you know, your mama gonna have something to say that's gonna trigger you, and now you're gonna come back upset. So you almost oh, now don't
1: know how to make you feel like that.
0: Right. You know. But because you know when that person comes back, <laughs> they're going to be some type of way, you can now make preparations. You know, whether it be like, cool, when she get back, we're going to go out to get something to eat. Or when she get back, we're going to throw this movie on Netflix. Or when she get back, I'm going to have this bottle of wine. You know? But you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you got to get to the point where you know them. You know Where you know and can predict what's going to happen. Because you taking the time to see how their life is set up, you taking the time to understand how their thought process works, you, you understand what their triggers are, you know, and you can help them, protect them, soothe them, you know, not set them off. <laughs> you know, you know, because sometimes we do the same thing that the other person is doing without even knowing it. You know, the triggers that they have, you know, embedded in them from their childhood. That we don't know are there. Now we're dancing on them same nerves. Because we don't know them. You know? So a lot of this is about getting to know yourself. First and foremost. Because that's what this meantime time is going to allow you to do. It's going to allow you to get to know yourself. And once you know yourself. Then you know who you should be in partnership with. And who you shouldn't be in partnership with. You know. So now. Once you know yourself, then you get to know your partner. And from there, you can have a fruitful, beautiful, wonderful relationship like them people you see, you know, and wish you could be like, whether it's on
1: television. It does happen. I say that all the time. It does happen. Yeah. Now, you just have to find that. What do we say? That's suitable person for you. If you out here selecting junk, you know, thinking you're going to get suitable results, then hmm, you know the
0: rest but you got to know you to figure out what's suitable for you. Well, I, I know you. that's
1: what you right. said. Get to know right. yourself and then get to know your partner. Right. Yeah. I was right there with you.
0: No, I'm reiterating it for the people at home. Like, but you got to um, get to know you first, you know, you can't just be going with, you know, the assumption that because this person looks the part that they are, what they say they are. And I'm not saying that from a, um, you know, inspector slew, you know, Columbo kind of way, where you you trying to catch people doing something wrong. I'm just simply saying that you look past the beauty, you know, because the beauty will fade. You know that you look past the booty because the booty will sag at some point. The titties will sag. You know, some point six packs might turn into uh, you know, little kegs and beer bellies.
1: I talked about stuff like that. Um, Hair um, gonna get podcast, letting go.
0: Absolutely, but if you with the right person, a lot of that stuff is just a part of life. You know, yeah, you got a little bit gray, and you gained a little bit of weight, but you know, you see her the same way the music, the soul child sees it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like I love you regardless. You no, know, I'm gonna love you forever because I love you. You know, even if your head turns great, even if you gain a weight, a little weight, ain't that how the song go? As long as your no. love don't change. As long as oh. your love don't change. Yeah, that music. Soul, soul child song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So now you don't know me yet, huh?
0: Mm-mm. <laughs>
1: you know I don't know that stuff.
0: Right. But yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: but let, let's wrap this up though.
0: <laughs> right. Music The music soul child song. Yeah. As long as your love don't change. That's the one.
1: So so um to go ahead and just finish this real quick. Uh you gotta women, men, whoever. Be mindful of your surroundings. I think Sadan said, um, so you just get in a car with a person that you don't know. You know, sometimes you have talked to this person 30, 40 days a, a week and you feel like you know them, you know, and if you've got a vehicle, it, it is kind of good to just take separate cars and go. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm one, I'm not doing stuff for stuff, right? If I have a, a connection or something with you, then, you know, a, a White Castle burger don't buy me, you know, and so I think people need to um, revisit themselves revisit all of this stuff everybody the male female 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 male male um and remove like the jealousy in the partnerships and different things like that um respect communication different things because the value of you matters and and once we get wrapped up in stuff that's how we lose sight of the mission because now we need stuff to appease us and now we sad and depressed and had anxiety because stuff not going our way and that's just not the way life was intended it wasn't intended for all this fake tissues worldly stuff and so on that note because i can kind of drag that on but on that note if you're hanging out with us we'll hang in there with you for sure peace
0: peace i you know, I don't know. I don't know.